Hello there, listeners, and good evening to those listening to us on Radio Sega. It's been a while now I've wanted to say that, but this is our first episode that we've recorded since having our show on Radio Sega, which you can catch us on Mondays at 6 o'clock, which you will know if you're listening to us now. It's another episode of the Sega Guys, and with me, as always, he's the Akira Yuki to my pie chan, and anyone that's seen our videos today will know that. It's James, how you doing, mate? <laughs> you and then, hi, and they are. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many phrases you and I Hayakataka? Ora, ora, ora! Or the Virtue Fighter kids version. Ora, ora, ora! I'm great, mate. I'm, I'm reveling, I'm bathing in the, the glow of, of Virtue Fighter. Um, as I said on Twitter the other, yesterday, the other day, uh, yesterday I said, you know, if, if the 16 year old me could, could see the, the current state of Twitter and all the VF love on there, um, he would walk into school the next day shouting, I told you so, at all the naysayers, because it's it's great to see um, that there's still so much love for the series. And I really hope that, you know, with Ultimate Showdown, that, that it shows Sega that there's a massive market, you know, for a brand new game. And I know this is a kind of esports, you know, take on it. It's going to be a brand new cabinet. We'll get into all the kind of ramifications of, of Ultimate Showdown as, as the show goes on, but... Um, I, I hope it shows Sega that there's a lot of life left in the old dog yet and that we might even get a new game. Um, but aye, mate, I'm buzzing. How about yourself? Exactly the same, mate. Absolutely buzzing. It's been absolutely wonderful to see all the all the love, all the appreciation, all these people playing Virtual Fighter today. Virtual Fighter has been something that you see a lot on Twitter, that you see a lot of people playing. And I've got to be honest, I, I, it was a day that I sort of dreamed of, but I didn't think it would actually have happen in this way again. And uh, Fair play for the way that it's been done. I think it's, it's and obviously we're going to get into this. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny because we said uh, we did our Virtual Fighter Chronicle series and we only covered Virtual Fighter games on Sega hardware. But I think it's only right that we make a, a, an exception for this one because it is an, an exceptional moment. It really feels like a, a time in history uh, that we're going through at the moment with Sega. They seem to be on the up and up uh, with the recent Sonic announcements. Of course, he's got his 30th anniversary coming up, but. But Virtual Fighter getting this this massive push uh, really feels like uh, like it's going to be something special, and hopefully it's going to lead to bigger things down the line. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. No, just you were talking there about you know it's great to see all all these kind of people playing the game, um, and it was actually Maximilian Dude I seen put a tweet out, um, and it was literally less than a day ago. He put a screenshot up of Twitch, um, and it's basically one, two, three, four, five, six, six, um, you know, screens wide by four rows long and it's just all these streams of, of Virtua Fighter and he said his exact quote as it says seeing this many VF streams almost brings a tear to my eye and this is before it's full release can't wait to see whenever it comes out tomorrow so this was obviously ahead of the the actual he, he's got a code with yeah. it like we did obviously for review purposes um, he says I'm going to play the hell out of this tonight and that's exactly what we did mate it is indeed, mate. And um, maybe for the benefit of our listeners, we'll just bring it back to where we are. So if you've been living under a rock, if you haven't been paying attention to Twitter, the recent announcements, the, the regular daily uh, Sega uh, history segments on the Virtua Fighter series, Virtua Fighter is finally back. Uh, it launched uh, today at the time of recording. Uh, this 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 will probably be a couple of weeks old by the time that you actually get around to hearing this. But as of today, it was free on PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. It's essentially a remastered or remade version of Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown um, with uh, a few improvements, mostly graphical improvements. Uh, the fact that it was being free on PS Plus has been a massive boon. Um, I had a fear that it would initially cheapen the franchise, but it, uh, it appears to have worked and that it's got the game into a number of people's hands who probably may not have given Virtua Fighter a shot in the past. I well that's it, mate. I mean, even even my wee nephew who's fifteen, um, and obviously he knows he knows his uncle's a retro gamer and he knows all about the kind of Sega stuff and he's had shots of, you know, the Saturn and Dreamcast, albeit kind of fleetingly, but um he's got PlayStation Plus and has kind of has knowledge of what I play. Um, and the fact that he sees that it's coming on there, that's kind of made him want to kind of try it. I mean, he says he'll give it a shot, which is, you know, he might not like it, it might not be his thing, but at least he's going to try it. But if it can hook him 
you know, even half as much as it has me, then it's 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 a win, you know. Um, obviously, there is the kind of the DLC pack which we're going to go into, which isn't on PlayStation Plus, but the the base game is is jam packed with with stuff on there. Um, and again, just seeing all these streams, um, I've not had a chance to take it online yet. We obviously had a shot on Final Showdown on on our series consoles for Xbox. Uh, and it was quite interesting going back and looking at Final Showdown because while the Dragon Engine has been, you know, brought in and the game Ultimate Showdown looks absolutely gorgeous. There's no denying it. It's it's, it's so yeah. clean, um, but it's a different art style than Final Showdown. So Final Showdown still holds up brilliantly. But again, it's it's great that um, you know it's it's on PS Plus as it can bring more people to the franchise. I just wish that it was going out to everybody, but I think you and I have both come to the kind of conclusion that with Sony now owning, you know, the biggest fighting tournament there is, EVO, um, and the eSport ramifications of of Ultimate Showdown, uh, I think that that tells you why it's exclusive. Um, and there's been kind of wee rumblings on Twitter and things saying, oh, they've found references to xbox and switch and steam inside the code but there's been no confirmation i mean it, it could have came free it could be a mock-up so until we hear otherwise um it's, it's a playstation exclusive and i think it's pretty much going to stay that way you know for the foreseeable future if not in general yeah i think so too mate uh, i i saw the tweet and it's from someone who um I'm not going to mince my words. They are an Xbox fanboy account <laughs> um, and it's probably wishful thinking on their part. So yeah, it's one of those ones we'll probably take it with a grain of salt, but uh, it would it would be great to get for it to come to other platforms. I'd absolutely love it to come to other platforms. You know, the thought of playing it on the Switch, you know, on a trip or something, just being able to pull out, oh, do you know what, I'll play Fort Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown, you know, <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Um, and if that comes and fantastic, I think, and I think Maximilian do put it down, put it really well when he, when this first got, uh, teased, when we first got the official trailer for it, the fact that it's been put onto PlayStation now and PlayStation plus, and yes, in a way that kind of restricts the market that it's going for, but by the same token, anyone that wants to play FIFA online or wants to play Call of Duty online, they're going to have PlayStation Plus. That's 40 million plus subscribers. Mm -hmm. That's 40 million people that are going to, you know, most likely going to download the free games that month, that free game being Virtual Fight 5 Ultimate Showdown. Yeah. Um, and what more exposure can you can you ask for than that? It's, it's basically using PlayStation Plus as a Trojan horse to, to get the game out there, and, and you can't blame them. You know, it's it does leave a kind of bitter taste in the mouth, you know, obviously with our past and seeing the way Sony have treated Sega and the, the tricks that were used and all that kind of stuff. We won't go digging back at the past because this is a celebratory episode of a brilliant franchise, but it, it is a wee bit of a shame that, you know, obviously Shenmue is now on PlayStation as an exclusive with Shenmue 3 and there's, you know, pro, you know campaigns to get Shenmue 4 underway uh, and Virtua Fighter being on there, you know, locked away. But at the end of the day, the hard facts are PlayStation 4 is the market leader from last generation. You can't buy a PlayStation 5 for love and money. So putting the game on PlayStation 4 as a PS Plus game, you're literally saying, you know, 41 million people, there's Virtua Fighter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> could you not have given Virtua Fighter away to me in 1996? Yeah. <laughs> give give me VF24, how much a month with other games? So, um, I kids, you don't know your bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, Virtua Fighter Remix was free, wasn't it? It for was certain. I for certain customers, I I mean, Monko qualified for it because um, obviously he bought his Saturn uh, at launch. Uh, as you know, that's the one that I've got just now. So um, I remember that came. It was a nice big cardboard kind of bulky box and a flip kind of book style cover. And you opened it up and there was artwork on the inside left and there was like a kind of double jewel case. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. It sat inside and you've got the kind of the, the bonus disc with also the game disc. So as a package, VF Remix was, was gorgeous and it was a great giveaway, um, you know, basically because the price got dropped so quickly. <laughs> yeah yeah crazy um 
well, I mean, it's weird that people talk about it as an apology for, for, for Virtual Fighter 1, the vanilla version, but that's what it was. It was more to do with the price drop than anything else um, because the PlayStation was so competitive. But it's, it's like you say, we're not, we're not going to tread over the old ground here. It's, it's all about the new. But uh, it's funny because Ultimate Showdown, it's, it's a game that still looks brand new, but at, at its beating heart, it's still a game that came out <laughs> next month. Uh, it'll be 12 years ago. Sorry, no, 16 years ago. 15 Gee. years ago. 15 years ago, sorry. Seriously, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. So July the 12th, 2006, was the arcade release of Virtua Fighter Five, which, uh, yeah, that's insane. Um, and I know that, and we'll get on to Ultimate Showdown in a bit, but I know how great that game looks. But at its heart, it's still not too much dissimilar to the, that standard version of Virtual Fighter Five. I mean, I, I remember Virtual Fighter Five coming out for PS3. I remember the the artwork for that kind of off white grey with, with Akira's face and the gold the gold logo writing on it. I remember picking that up as well. So that's crazy. That's that long ago. Yeah, I think it was close to a launch game i'm sure when it was on playstation 3 at least in at least in europe because we didn't get the ps3 until 2007 but yeah it was that close i mean it was it was one of those i mean i know virtual fighter 4 i think you were in a similar boat to me when virtual fighter 4 was released and it was released on playstation and uh at this point my brother had taken the playstation 2 to university he's like do you mind if i take it so yeah i don't play that thing anymore i've got an xbox (laughs) i don't need it and I think I just bought Metal Gear Solid 2 on the Xbox. So at this point, I was like, yeah, all the games are coming to Xbox. So yeah, Virtual Fighter 4, just waiting for that port any day now. <laughs> any day. <laughs> so I remember when it got, I think at the time, all these games were getting announced. So Final Fantasy 13, I think at this point, was announced for 360. That was a few years off. All these former PlayStation exclusives were coming to 360. And I saw uh, it came to PS3. I was like, oh, come on, don't let history repeat itself. And then of course, the uh, the 360 got the updated version C uh, online version of Virtual Fighter Five, which uh, that was uh, pretty special. I don't know if you managed to, if you got around to playing that yourself. Did not, mate. No, um, I mean with with VF4, I mean there was there was always that kind of tinge of regret. I bought VF4 on PS2 through gritted teeth. You know, it was almost at that time you were thinking, oh, what what could have been. You know, picking that up because it was—it's quite clearly the Dreamcast would have been able to do it. You know, Naomi Two, arcade hardware. I think the Dreamcast would have been able to do that. But it's quite scary to think that you know, when it when it comes to Virtua Fighter games, the PlayStation has has now had as many Virtua Fighter games almost as as Sega's own home hardware. You know, prior to the discontinuation, so. It's, it's certainly become Virtua Fighter's home in many ways. Yeah, it has. Uh, it's at least had more than the Dreamcast. <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, not sure about more than the Saturn. What the Saturn had uh, vanilla Virtua Fighter. It had Remix, Kids, um, a Virtua Fighter 2. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe more than any other Sega console. That, that is scary. You think VF3, um, no, VF, VF4, VF5. Two versions of the vanilla five, then you've got final. Did PS3 get final showdown? Um, PS3 got final showdown. So PS2 also got evolution as well. So it's had two versions of VF4, two versions of VF5, mm-hmm. three versions of VF5. <laughs> <laughs> My God, bring out a new one. Where's VF6? Come on, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um the thing that I, the thing that's quite remarkable, and I was just checking at some of the Virtual Fighter stuff, um, and I think we kind of took it for granted a little bit, or at least I did, is how much that the series was still pushing boundaries. So one of the things I noticed on Virtual Fighter Five, and it's like I say, the, the, the game looked stunning in its ultimate showdown, but we were playing the original final showdown version from 360 earlier. I think we were both very impressed by the way that it holds up, weren't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I still prefer. I mean, the, the Dragon Engine makes Ultimate Showdown look absolutely ridiculous. But I, the Akira fanboy, I don't like I don't <laughs> like his face model in Ultimate Showdown at all. I think he, his look has kind of been ingrained 
you know, the, the, obviously from VF1, the way it looks in that flat shaded polygon, then from two, all the way in and look kind of three, four, five, he's got a kind of similar look. Um, and I don't quite get on board with the kind of the changes to his, his appearance, his face. Um, everybody else looks pretty much the same, but they've done, he's got a funny nose. <laughs> so it's really daft. It's the most petty thing ever, but it just doesn't look like him. So that kind of throws me off. But no, I, um, Final showdown looked great. I, I still, I took some screenshots and I put some comparisons up. And I mean, the the one that stuck out for me was Wolf Stage. I think on Final Showdown, Wolf Stage is actually more detailed. The house in the background is larger, more textured, and the snow is actually more dense. And and Final Showdown um, than it is uh, an Ultimate Showdown. And the the ground that you fight on in the ring. Um, and final showdown is kind of corrugated, kind of metal sheets. Um, whereas it looks like a kind of just a concrete, you know, landing, kind of helicopter landing zone. You get the big kind of yellow markings. So there's, it's very clean looking. Ultimate showdown, it, it, it takes away any kind of grain, any any jaggies. I know obviously that there's talk that the 360 version had, along with the PS3 one, had kind of dips in frame rate. You would maybe drop, you know, five or six frames, not want to sound like Digital Foundry here and start zooming in 800% to find it and, you know, drawing graphs on the screen to see where frames are dropping. But, um, you know, apparently that version does have drops, whereas this PS4 build of, of Ultimate Showdown is just locked 108060 from what I've been um, talking to some of the, the Radio Sega staff as well on Discord. They were saying it's just, even on base PS4, it's just locked 108060, which, you know, again, you, people are saying you would expect it, but then the Dragon Engine is quite intense. So, you know, on one hand, you're thinking, well, it's an old game, but on the other, you're going, well, it's, it's been put through this Dragon Engine, which is notorious for... For being really, really taxing. So, you know, I say it looks great, but um, Final Showdown by no means looks ugly or outdated. It still plays great. You and I had a best of three couple of matches online, held up well. I didn't notice any lag, any input lag, any issues. Um, the only issue is that after a perfect to Jay on one round in match two, you decided <laughs> to boot Mars 3 nothing in the the decider for the, <laughs> the two out of three. Um, they were close rounds, though. There was no tankers, but um, it, it held up brilliant, you know. So, again, if if you've got the the Xbox and you're feeling a wee bit left out, and I get caught up in the hype of it, you know, it's it's natural. We're fans of the series. It's a new game. We've waited, or not a new game, but a new iteration of that game. We've waited so long for anything Virtua Fighter related, and I just jumped on it. I was all over it. But if you only have an Xbox, you don't have access to a PlayStation at all to play this, um, I wouldn't feel too despondent about it because looking through what's on offer in Final Showdown, a lot of what is in Ultimate is in Final. All the music tracks from the Heritage games are all in Final Showdown. Um, you went to settings, you can choose to play the game with VF1, VF2, VF3 soundtrack, etc. So... I'd done some footage earlier. I was my first fight was against Lao Chan, and it was a Virtua Fighter Two stage music. So that's on Final Showdown. So they're in there, you know. So by no means feel despondent or down or annoyed if you you don't have access to Ultimate Showdown because the liquor paint is gorgeous, but Final Showdown is no slouch. So please don't feel as if you're missing out. It absolutely isn't. I mean. One of the things about Virtua Fighter Five, and one of the interesting things I've seen, because you, you, as you mentioned, it, it still looks absolutely gorgeous on on the Xbox, like the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty version. See, I don't, I, I don't know if there's any frame drops. I've never felt them. It's always felt very responsive to me. But um, the original game used Sega's Limburg arcade hardware, which was it was powerful. Um, was it cutting edge? Debatable. It was seven twenty p. Seven twenty p. Uh, never, not even the arcade version rendered at 1080p. Um, but the interesting thing about it was that every character used 40,000 polygons, which was a record for the time. Um, so that's something that I found out today. So <laughs> it was the highest polygon count for a character <laughs> at the time. Wow. So Gears of War, by comparison, used 
a quarter to yeah, ten thousand to fifteen thousand in comparison to forty thousand in final sh- in in the original Virtual Fighter Five, and even Crisis that came like a couple of years later only used twenty four thousand polygons for characters. So the fact that it holds up so well is just kind of down to its DNA, and that's always what the series is kind of bit about is pushing those boundaries. So it did shock me a little bit because it felt like the original Virtua Fighter 5 was kind of understated in how it came out, especially in comparison to everything that came before, even even to compared to 4. There's a lot of hype around 4, especially on PS2. Um, but it still looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, one thing I did like about the original console versions of Virtua Fighter 5 was the quest mode. Uh, I don't know if you ever got the chance to play anything like that. I think it was in Virtua Fighter 4 Evolution as well. Vaguely remember it. Vaguely, um, I spend most of my time in arcade mode, but I do recall dabbling in that a wee bit. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a it's a mode that I spent so much like an inordinate amount of time in, because uh, in the original game you had to earn all your little hats, scarves, your different clothes, and everything, uh, and you had to earn it by getting. You basically travelled around because Virtual Fighter never had a, a story mode. Um, and quest mode wasn't even <laughs> quest is a bit of a misnomer because you're not actually going on a story-based quest. It's not like an adventure. You're basically just taking your character around arcades to fight other players. Now these aren't real other players. These are you know it's still the CPU, but it's marketed as other players. Um, and I spent hours in there pimping out my um, my version of Jackie that I had. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Did you know end up fighting versions of characters that were dressed in the most stupid costumes? Yeah, he did. As, uh, as you, as you, uh, you start off with your your ranking, and I can't remember what the rankings are called now. It was something that started in Virtua Fighter Four, and I think Tekken has stolen it now, or, or stolen. It's borrowed it. You have similar rankings in Tekken now when you advance up through the rankings. Um, but as you advance through and you start start changing advanced players or advanced CPU in the arcades, um, in the game, um, yeah, the the characters you fight just dress in the most ridiculous clothes that you've ever seen you'll have like a, a kiriuki but with a, a pink uh, fluffy pimp coat and a, a big gold <laughs> medallion on and stuff like that so <laughs> it's funny for one of the most serious fighting games that were ever made it's um yeah, that side of it doesn't t- it doesn't take itself that seriously on that side um so i absolutely love that i spent ages in it uh, it's just a shame that that mode never came it made its way into uh any of the sequels or any of the updates i mean did you dabble at all in any of the kind of the extra modes because obviously in ultimate showdown you can customize your characters now i've not looked to see if it's as in-depth as quest mode um, but there's a lot of customization in there, uh, and obviously you've got the the Virtua Fighter One characters. But there's 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 a wee bit of confusion online around the the VF One stuff because you, you can't play the there was a kind of a hint that you could play the game in Virtua Fighter One mode, um, mm. which which you actually can't. Uh, but we'll come in in a minute. Just I mean, have you dabbled in any of the the kind of customization stuff at all in, in Ultimate Showdown? Yeah, I'm very interested to hear what the uh, Virtual Fighter 1 thing is because I couldn't figure that out myself. <laughs> I was clicking around menus and I just gave up in the end. But as for the customization, I think Ultimate Showdown follows on from what they did in Final Showdown. So obviously you had the vanilla Virtual Fighter 5, which came to PS3 and then 360, and that had the quest mode. And that was just like, you know, old games when you used to play through to unlock stuff. Do you remember those days when you didn't have to pay for things? <laughs> um, you trying to tell me you didn't have to pay for things separately? <laughs> I could have just heard this stuff. <laughs> so Uncle Albert, Jerry the Wall. We didn't have to pay for characters. We just unlocked them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we earned our DLC. <laughs> Stop talking crazy, Uncle Albert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 actually funny. You've got those you got those five years between two. Uh, Virtual Fighter Five comes to PS3 and 360 in 2007, yeah, and then with it 
you've got arcade mode on the 360 you've got online mode and you've got the training modes but then you've also got this quest mode and that quest mode you go through and you as i say you fight people in virtual arcades you fight the cpu in virtual arcades unlock hats scarves glasses new jackets pairs of socks all that lovely stuff um and then 2000 when did virtual fighter r came out the virtual 5r that was like the the next update they did get a port that came out a little while after um i think that came out in 2008 and then final showdown came to arcades in 2010 and it wasn't until 2012 that it saw the console ports and in that time i think the landscape of fighting games had changed so you'd had your street fighter street fighter 4 um and that had costumes in then you had street fighter super street fighter 5 and then that had dlc and you had mortal Kombat, the reboot that came out in 2011 and that included the fighters pass and all that's all that don't, sort of stuff. don't talk to me about mortal Kombat. i bought that ultimate edition man and i was absolutely disgusted by the amount of characters that downloaded <laughs> yes and, uh, and the same goes for killer instinct on xbox again i, I got the, the the combo breaker ultimate edition that's the one and it's like do you want to download all 752 files well, you name a christ characters costumes you name it colors unbelievable anyway sorry uh, yeah no it's spot on mate it's, it's all the same thing it's all the way the industry's going so you've got this five-year period between virtual fighter 5 on consoles and then Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown, which didn't release physically for the 360 and PS3, but it was a digital-only game. And all the stuff that you could buy in, or, or that you could earn in quest mode in the 360 version, PS3 version, uh, is all DLC. So you can, you can download every single item that you can earn in quest mode as DLC. Uh, I think it's uh, 20 quid if you want all of the items for all the characters. I was looking at the, uh, at the marketplace list today, which uh, is pretty obscene. And by comparison, Ultimate Showdown gives you the same again, the same costumes, the same customization options. Well, this time it wraps it up in a an extra in a, a ten pound uh, DLC fee rather than twenty pound or ten pound for two ten pound parts. Aye. I mean, the, the, I'm looking at the legendary pack here for Ultimate Showdown and a kind of rundown of what that is, um, just for any listeners who maybe have only got the PS Plus version and are maybe thinking about getting the DLC. So the legendary pack contains custom, uh, character customization items, all two thousand types. So your feather boas, pink, you know, pimp jackets and bowler hats will all be in there. Um, character costumes, all nineteen types. Original Virtua Fighter character models for all characters. That's thirty eight types. So nineteen characters. Um, I think they've got all their obviously all their variants on there. Um, Original Virtua Fighter stages. Now it says stages plural, but I've only been able to find one. Okay, and we'll come to the VF1 stuff shortly. Um, original Virtua Fighter Battle UI. Original Virtua Fighter series background music, all 180 tracks. Um, and spectator stamps, all 36 types. And I'm just too old to be bothered with spectator stamps. I'm sorry, I'm not sitting on Twitch putting <laughs> stickers on screen. I'm 42, not five. Um, I've got an outrage coming my way now into it. <laughs> Old man shouts at Cloud. Uh, but now the, the, the VF1 stuff, so to access the VF1 stuff at the character select screen, you press square and it'll, oh, okay. it'll bring up type A, type B, um, VFP1 and VFP2. So, right. so that's how you get it. But what that does is it then puts the Virtua Fighter 1 model into the modern game, right? Which yeah. just, which looks stupid, right? It just looks daft. Like, to me, some people might like it. I think it looks daft. If you want, you can obviously play the full arcade mode single player with a VF1 character, but with the VF1 UI. So again, you go into the settings and you just change the, the UI over to, to, to retro. It's, it's labeled as retro. So you you, okay. you you tick it over and you actually get the energy bars and it's the same kind of yellow font that you get for ready and all that kind of stuff, right? Which look, looks nice and all that's good. Um, same the, the kind of VF1 clock and all that, the way the names are displayed, it's, it's, it's very authentic. But again, it's overlaid on top of the Dragon Engine 
remastered stages. <laughs> yeah. And you're fighting against a guy or a woman who are also Dragon Engine enhanced character models. So you're not you're not quite getting oh it's a like, oh my guy looks like VF one, but I'm fighting somebody who's, you know, modern gen engine generated looking or shiny and no jaggies and you know all these textures and whatnot so it does look a bit out of place so i've kind of discovered and people can correct me if they're wrong and i would love to be wrong because i like to play the whole arcade mode is just you know just the virtua fighter one style just for novelty sake just to kind of get as close to a potential virtua fighter one arcade perfect port as you're going to get just now on a console um but yeah, you can play in versus mode locally and basically if both you and the person you're playing against hit square and choose a Virtua Fighter 1 model, it then gives you a stage select screen, which is kind of par for the course for, for you know fighting games. Any fighting game lets you pick your stage. You get the question mark in the middle and if you put it like that, it shuffles through them rapidly and then it just picks a random one when you press X. Or the square down from that is called Retro. Right. And, it, and it's basically a VF1 inspired ring and the old horizon background with the kind of mountains and whatnot in the background. So the only way to kind of get a, an all out VF1 experience that I've found so far is to play against another person. And both people pick a VF1 model and then you pick the VF1 retro stage and you set the retro UI. That's the only way I've found to actually get an out and out VF1 experience. That's interesting, yeah. Because I couldn't, I couldn't find the option anywhere, and of course now I know where I was going wrong because I didn't try the uh, character select screen. I, I think it was only a little later that I realised how you could change your, your avatar's colour. Um, but uh, yeah, it, the only screens I've seen of that that mode was I think it shows like Cargay's stage from Virtua Fighter One. I don't think there's any other one, or at least it looks very much like Cargay's stage. Um, it didn't look like he had any like any of the other stages in there. I mean, it's a lovely extra. Um, I do. I did see some screenshots using the models though, and I think some of the models aren't authentic to Virtua Fighter One. No, they're, they're basically, and it does say that in the small print, they're, they're, they're remade models based on the Virtua Fighter Five character. So Akira's stance isn't VF One. It's it's basically VF Five. You know, all the characters. Their, their stances like Akira never used to move in terms of like you know yourself if he if he it goes like round one ready and all that it look maybe a little willful flex his muscles and spin his arm round and kind of yeah. you know he's, he's they'll rotate or cuff going and all that to, to loosen up before he's ready to clothesline you or you know Akira will maybe shuffle his shoulders and stretch his fingers out and and it it does all that so yeah, I mean, and they, they do. They look, they look lovely. Um, you know, the the level of kind of clarity on the models is something we could only have imagined. You know, back in you know oh, playing, yeah. playing the Saturn, but the, the stances and the characteristics are from Virtua Fighter Five. They're not, they're not just the, the bare basic VF One models. Now, some people might like that that they've kind of expanded on it and they've maybe tried to enhance them a wee bit. But if you're kind of purist about it and you wanted pure VF1, I would have liked it whenever you picked it that you just got the Virtua Fighter 1 character model. Personally, that's what I would have liked. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting because uh, the screenshot I saw was, um, and it was just a screenshot, so I didn't I didn't notice anything around that sort of the way they were moving, but it was Jeffrey versus of, of Akira and I think Akira's model looks pretty authentic. It looks almost spot on. In terms of how he looked in Virtua Fighter One, but Jeffrey was was pretty far removed from what he looks like. I think because his character is bigger in in Virtua Fighter Five, he seems mm-hmm. like a, a bigger character overall. Yeah, but just the just his size and the, the just the, the length, the size of his limbs and stuff like the, the yeah, his his model just looks very off. But I suppose that's yeah, there's only so much you can do with. At the end of the day, it's just a skin. Um, it's kind of like that Virtua Fighter anniversary that launched in. It was Japan only for the PlayStation Two. Yeah, that was that was similar. Uh, I never got to, a chance to play it myself, but it takes a very similar approach. And even though it's Virtua Fighter anniversary and it's got the Virtua Fighter One Akira on it, and it's meant to be a celebration of ten years of Virtua Fighter. It doesn't 
look like Virtual Fighter when you see it in motion. It's got the Virtual Fighter 4 UI, the Virtual they've got the Virtual Fighter moves. Obviously, you've got you know at the time it's it was uh, Vanessa and uh, Leifei in there who were new in Virtual Fighter 4 at the time. So I imagine it's something something similar to that. I mean, obviously in in Final Showdown you've got you know Vanessa Leifei, you've got you've got Go, you, you've got um you've got it's Brad Burns, isn't it? you've also also got Jin Cujo who's just uh, just, for some reason I I just struggle with him whenever I fight him (laughs) and then you've got Takara Rashi who makes his triumphant return Um, so it's a bunch of guys that weren't in the original obviously you've got Leon and and Shun as well Mm -hmm. so the the, the off-putting thing um, about Akira's model is his neck looks too long (laughs) <laughs> and see when you see it you can't unsee it it's like it's it's quite kind of jarring the way it, it kind of stands out but as you see it's a nice added extra they're paying some homage to the, the kind of past and, and hopefully again they've seen the kind of the reaction to the VF1 stuff and is this Sega now going to start acknowledging past franchises are we going to maybe see a Virtua Fighter collection where we get I know we've got Virtua Fighter 2 you know, on on Xbox and PlayStation now. You know, as a, as a kind of an arcade title, an Xbox Live arcade title um, on there as well, and, and it works on the series consoles and the Xbox One consoles. So, you know, it's great to have that. But you know, the same as we got with with the Shenmue collection, we got Shenmue One and Two, and one nice wee package. And VF Three has never been anywhere but Dreamcast. So, it would be brilliant if we could get one to five. You know, arcade yeah. perfect in one bundle, and away you go. I completely agree, mate. And yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a lovely extra. I know we're uh, we're picking holes in it because we are a pair of grumpy Sega bastards. And there's anyone who listens to us <laughs> knows <laughs> we we live and breathe this series. I mean, we, we, this is our fourth fight, Virtual Fighter episode <laughs> that we've done. So yeah, we 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 love this series so much. So I think. Though we do notice these these little things, uh, but that's not to take anything away. It's it's lovely to see that they add something like that in there, especially as when we saw the trailer. I think both you and I had a little bit of a concern by the fact that it was like cycling through. It was quite funny because it, it you've got the Sonic uh, anniversary trailer and the Virtual Fighter Ultimate Showdown trailer. Both of them start with a CRT going through the old games, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. thought was amusing. Yeah, but the Virtual Fighter one. It's cycling through the old games, and it didn't show Virtua Fighter One. For some reason, it showed Virtua Fighter Remix, and I think I think you was uh, you was like trying to forget their forget their heritage. Well, mm-hmm. why yeah. are they going with Remix? <laughs> and I was a bit like, yeah, what? what, what? <laughs> They're trying to forget about it, but it's nice that they've actually done the callback in the game. Yeah, I put a tweet out and quoted it, and I've got like, the the Sega tweeting, you know, be proud of Virtua Fighter One Sega. Stop hiding it away, you know. Uh, very good, James. I've just given you a whole Virtua Fighter one. But fact, you know what? I'm going to do a, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a crap game and I'm going to take credit for it. There you go. <laughs> Every time Phil Spencer makes a good move on Xbox, crap gamer says that it was he takes credit because his his bitching and moaning made them do it. So there we go. That's, that's my contribution. <laughs> and, the, and the four days that passed between the trailer and the release, I managed to get them to put it was going to be VF1 Remix, right, folks? We can go VF1 because I had a moan. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not quite that vain. Uh, but no, it just caught me out. You know, maybe they were they were actually hiding it. If they had shown VF1, would maybe people have picked up on it? I don't think so, alongside, you know, footage of 2 and 3. But the fact that they didn't show any VF1, they went with Remix 2, 3 uh, and 4, um, maybe made it slip out of people's minds a wee bit um, and then obviously the, the kind of surprise of having that retro mode in there I would just like, would have liked it to have, you know, it, it's almost spot on, I would just have liked them to expanded it a wee bit and, and let you play the actual game, see if you want to just play the arcade mode and retro mode the whole way that would have been yeah outstanding if, it, if it, I'd have probably played it in retro mode more than I'd have put retro mode, VF1 soundtrack, all the way, shove your dragon engine, and played it with flat shaded polygons. <laughs> Deal with it. 
Well, we're a retro podcast, mate, so it's got to be expected, <laughs> isn't it? But it's it's weird because we're talking about a brand new game that's also a it's also a fifteen year old game. So <laughs> we're in this sort of weird little um, purgatory between the two. But um, yeah, maybe they were trying to hide that little that little extra they were going to unveil later in the poly, uh, in the blocky models uh, in the flat shaded models. So. It was nice. What I really did like about the trailer was the fact that they used the Saturn version of Virtua Fighter 2. As I clocked it straight away, when mm, um, yep. they showed they, the the ring spun round and the and the and the backgrounds didn't quite move as if they were 3D. Yep. So, uh, oh, sacred knowledge in the Saturn. Right. <laughs> I know, with a VF1 and a hidden mode and acknowledging the Saturn, I mean, <laughs> I take my temperature, man. I don't feel well. <laughs> But it's, I mean, the, the kind of the, the retrospectives have been doing as well, voiced by you know obviously the the, the actors behind Sarah and Jackie, um, kind of these VF one, two, and three retrospectives that they've been doing, they've been great as well, you know. And um, again, the Saturn getting acknowledged there, the fact that there was ports of it, um, they used Ride the Tiger whenever they started talking about the Saturn. <laughs> yes. Oh, just made my day whenever they started with the Saturn port. What was it that says? A game, a game this good couldn't be kept in the arcades forever. And then came to the Sega Saturn and it's doom, 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 doom. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Absolutely right. amazing. Aye. It was, it, it's great. I mean, this is what we've been screaming out for Sega to do for how long? Is to actually acknowledge their heritage and, and enjoy the fact that there's... There's, there's people out there that still, you know, love it to this day. Maybe, maybe Console Wars has had its impact. Uh, maybe they've watched that and they've seen Tom and Al on there and they've went, hold on a minute, you know, but this, this retro community is, is is bigger than we thought. It's more passionate than we thought because th- this kind of last few months with Sega, they just seem to be, it's just boom, 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 just they're, they're, they're knocking stuff out left, right and centre now. And it's this, this stuff, as I said, with the, the retrospectives to VF1 and 3, you know, just, just to see the past consoles, you know, mentioned, you know, we've said time and again that we've always felt that Sega are kind of ashamed of, of the Dreamcast especially. So, obviously, the VF3 kind of recap would have mentioned that one there as well, that it, that it, that it came to the Dreamcast. So, you're, you're getting this kind of acknowledgement of the Saturn as well, which, well, it's respected in Japan and we know it's Sega's most, you know, successful console in Japan and, it's it's revered and loved there still in the West. It's not the case. So to to see it getting acknowledged here um, is is brilliant. It really is, mate. And it does feel like Sega are finally seeing some sort of resurgence. Uh, last year they were the they were the highest rated publisher of the year on Metacritic, beating out <laughs> just about everyone. And it wasn't through just you know, a couple of high rated. They had a, a huge catalogue of of releases that came out last year. Now, I know about 12 of them were Yakuza games that all got re-released on PC and Xbox, but but, but still, um, it's brilliant to see them them doing so well. Um, obviously, there was successes with Panzer Dragoon. Again, a Saturn game that uh, was a remake that was you know highly coveted and uh, well-regarded when it came out, Streets of Rage 4. And even though they're not Sega projects, they're Sega IPs. So it does feel like Especially with this now, this feels like the culmination of that of that f- first part of a resurgence. I think, in that, Virtua Fighter is back now, and they've had this whole retrospective. I know it's a Sega Europe pioneered thing, and they've said it was a groundbreaking. It was the first 3D fighter because it was. It was history owes, and I know we've said this before, but history owes so much to Virtua Fighter in gaming. The PlayStation wouldn't be what it was if it wasn't for Virtua Fighter. Virtua Fighter was the thing that made Sony sit up and say, this is the future. Um, So it's great that Sega are embracing that, and it really does feel like with Ultimate Showdown and all these people that are finally getting around to playing it, that we we may see this resurgence, especially with Sonic and a resurgence as well following the movie. We may finally see Sega back to their powers. And I feel it's right that it's Virtua Fighter 5 or it's Virtua Fighter alongside Sonic because, I mean, let's face it, Sonic was the mascot for the for the Mega Drive and the 16-bit era, right? And then he kind of came back with the best-selling game on on the on the Dreamcast. But Virtua Fighter was the Saturn's flag, flagship series mm-hmm. um, in the absence of Sonic. Uh, that was the series. That was the series that sold the most on the Saturn. And it's Sonic is Sega's mascot, but Virtua Fighter is 
a very close second in terms of the importance of the of it to the company. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pack in game at, at launch, you know, so that that says it all. Um, I mean, you're talking about those remakes here as well. You've got Panzer's Vi, you know, Dragoon's Vi is, is is coming out as a remake as well. It is, yeah. Um, I mean, don't don't worry about saying about you know. Sega's scores on Metacritic are because of all these re-releases of, of Yakuza, right? Because at least that brought the game to an audience that never played it. Like, Sony are talking about remastering The Last of Us 2 and it came out five minutes ago, so <laughs> let, let's, let's not worry about remasters of Yakuza, you know, fudging figures or anything. Um, that's a series I need to try and dedicate some more time to. I started Zero and, and haven't gone back to it. I've got them all installed, I just haven't haven't got around to actually sitting down to them yet, but no, it's, it is a bit of a resurgence, and, and hopefully this shows them that the interest is there, and they start digging a bit more, and it's not just kind of, you know, handoffs to, to third parties to, to make these, you know, remakes, so we actually see Sega themselves going, right, here's another Sega rally, here's a another Daytona, here's, you know, let, let's do Knights of Justice, and we've got analog sticks on controllers now, we get two analog sticks, we can fly with one and change camera with the other and let's let's do a prop you know again we're off into realms of fantasy and what could happen but if if people continue to embrace ultimate showdown the way they have been and the streams are there and the numbers stay high and the interest continues to grow then who knows so if you've not downloaded it yet and it's still in the ps plus window then please do it play it stream it share it on twitter even if you're just putting it out there with the PS share hashtag and, and you know, showing Sega that it's out there. Because trust me, the community managers are very active. Um, we got on well with Danny. Um, big shout out to Danny as well for giving us those review codes, uh, as well as the ones for the giveaway. The giveaway will be finished by the time this episode airs. So uh, congratulations to whoever wins, I suppose, or whoever has won, if we're talking past tense just now. Um but no, the community managers are very active uh, on Twitter. They're keeping an eye on things, so don't think Sega aren't watching because they are. So play it, enjoy it, embrace it, share it. Absolutely, mate. And and speaking of our review codes, and um, yeah, hopefully my our review will be up. Um, well, it would have been up by the time that this episode airs. But um, obviously, we got our codes. Uh, mine went straight into the PlayStation straight away. Um, <laughs> I, could not, I could not plug it in fast enough. Obviously, uh, Darren really sorted you out and lending you his PS4 Pro. Oh, legend. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I, I plugged the code in. Um, I went to I went to make dinner and I kept popping in to see see the status of it. And then as soon as the kids were sitting down to eating dinner, I jumped on it. But uh, mate, I'll ask you first: What were your first impressions then, seeing of, of the of Ultimate Showdown itself? Mate, I'm not going to lie, and I did a wee tweet as well where we a wee video um, as I prepared to launch it after that it had installed, and I, I said pretty much word for word that everyone who follows me and listens to the podcast knows how disillusioned I am with modern gaming, but this is a release that made, it, it, it churned something inside me. I actually had a feeling that I hadn't felt in a long time, and it took me back to those those Saturn and, and Dreamcast days. It really did. You know how some, like, there's, there's smells that you, you, you kind of, you, you smell things and you taste things and you hear a bit of music and it rekindles. Even for just a millisecond, you feel that pang of... It's like you're in the moment, albeit so so briefly, and that is what that did to me. You know, plugging that, and it was a. It might be a, a remaster of a a fifteen sixteen year old game, right? But given the time it's passed, it was just it felt. It just I got a, a a pang of it. I was I was fifteen years old again, for just literally a couple of seconds. I had that wee kind of pang in my stomach and. It, it was great. I loaded it up, and the title screen comes up, and I watched the intro with the, the big globe. Obviously, it's kind of hinting at the, the kind of the online, the global community, and the big globe spins around, and you get all those beautiful portraits of the characters. You know, um, whenever Cage comes down and he pops his his ninja smoke, and his name just um, you know fades to smoke, and all that. Are just beautiful. Um, Again, there was a time whenever you got CGI intros on fighting games and you used to wish that the game looked like that. Well, guess oh, what, yeah. folks? The game now does look like that. So, um, aye, that, that, that was my... I, I did. I just... 
it was it was so good. Um, it's it's probably the best I've felt loading up a modern game in a long time, mate. So, what about yourself? Very very similar. I I have to admit I didn't watch the intro. Um, I just wanted to jump straight into it, so uh, I was too much of an eager beaver. But uh, I was hitting the start button as quickly as I could <laughs> to get past to get past this. AM2's logo came up twice. <laughs> yes, which, which amused me. And how good because, was it to see that again? Oh, mate! I mean, that like you, that logo is is linked to so many memories. You know, how often did we boot up a Sega Saturn game to see that palm tree yep. and know that we're in for a, a class experience? Mm-hmm. That feeling came back straight away, um, and. You know, I do it the same on the Saturn. I hammer the start button to get through the through the logos because I just wanted to play the damn thing. But um, I had that similar state of euphoria when uh, I was hitting the start button. Yes, yes, logos, logos, intro. Okay, this that's kind of where we saw the trailer at the the demo last year. Hit past that title screen, looks lovely. Hit the start button, and when you when I heard that chime, you went, yeah. yep, and it's yep. like, well, hey, here we go. <laughs> and uh yeah it took me back and it was a strange thing because i was simultaneously a, a teenager again playing a sega saturn game but also it kind of reminded me of sort of the mid to late 2000s when i used to be heavily into sort of xbox 360 games and halo 3 came out and there was this huge community furore around it. So while I'm waiting for the, I've heard the chime, and while I'm waiting for that to boot up, I've got Twitter open, and on Twitter, it's like you say, there's people streaming, there's people streaming it, there's people talking about it, there's people with early review codes, like we were fortunate enough to have, talking about how fantastic it is. So it was kind of like my teens again, with those AM2 memories, those virtual fighter memories, but also the most excited I've been to be part of what's like a big community release that I've been hugely excited about because there've been big community releases, big releases that resound in the community, which to be honest, I haven't been fully behind. Um, Even stuff like GTA, I mean, that comes out and sells bucket loads uh, back in the day, um, like 2013, whenever it was, I was playing it, but I I didn't feel it. This, I actually felt part of kind of the magic of, of, of kind of the whole thing that was going on. That, that's something I haven't felt for a long time. Um, that well, I was just in sync with this passion and this hype that was that was cascading through the whole community. Um, and then straight from there, yeah, I jumped into played. A, I think I chose Pay the first time, and just ran through arcade mode. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what you just touched on there, mate. That, that that is such a great point about communities because, again. As much as I've been on Xbox One and I've got a Series S, I don't feel as involved or part of that community. It's not there's not a belonging kind of there, but this this felt like this this was this was my community. This was you know my game, you know for, for my company. That that this was about you know similar people to me, similar experiences. I felt like I belonged. And, and that moment that we all kind of shared as the game came out um, and, you know, the Xbox community is getting geared up for E3 and, you know, oh, we're going to see Forza Horizon 5 and Avowed and, you know, oh, Biomutants came out and, oh, it's brilliant, I love it. And, all that. and it's like, I don't I don't have any feeling, I've, I've got the console, but I don't have any feeling of, of attachment or belonging to that community. But whenever this, this came out, it was like, I was just drawn right in because these are my people. These are this is my game, you know. So I think you hit that nail on the head there. That that was the, the, the kind of the, the warmth and the involvement and the the passion for something and seeing people who were new to the game and again it's people you and I that have played it from dot who were there at the beginning and and to welcome these new gamers and was, I see that tweet someone said that they were on they were online and there was more experienced players. Teaching people how to play. Oh, wow, that's um, amazing! I'm like, oh, what, a, what a community, you know. And and where where do you get that? You know, you, you go on GTA online, man. It's for what I've heard. It's just every man for himself. It's just an absolute bloodbath. But <laughs> here's <is>. people. <laughs> here's people who, you know, like us, been playing this game for you know, <laughs> what quarter of a century, you know, uh, you know, twenty five years, been playing this game, this series. 
you know, and they're going online and they're telling people how to do moves and they're, they're taking the time to show them the ropes and talk about the characters and that to me is just amazing and and that's my community, that's where I belong um, and I just, to be part of that, Dad had given me that, that PS4 Pro alone of because I would have been gutted to have missed out on being part of that. Um, it would have broke my heart to have not been part of it. So, you know, Darren has made my year so far by, by giving me a loan of that PS4 just so I could access the codes that Danny was giving us um, and obviously be able to sit down the night before and, and, and just enjoy it and embrace it and, and take in all those reactions as they were coming in while you're playing it. It was brilliant. What a night. Loved it. Yeah, the same. I mean, it's like two two examples I think of is... I mean, Halo. Halo is a series that I I do get that sense of belonging in the community with, and it's it's more with Halo than it is Xbox. It's because when Gears Five came out, I got that on launch with Game Pass, and I was like, yeah, this is this is very good, but I wasn't wasn't over the moon with it. Uh, similar again with Horizon. Uh, what's the new one? Forbidden West. Yes. So um, the graphics on that just look absolutely amazing. But again, you've got the the PlayStation diehards. Um, I'm not going to call them fanboys because they're not all fanboys. This is like you know people in the community that do enjoy enjoy that series and enjoy that console, and it's just genuine fans. But they were they were very excited and rightly so. It looks stunning, but it's it's another one that I didn't get that sense of belonging. And it's absolutely as you say. That's when this launched, and there was all the excitement about Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. That's when I felt that sense of belonging that I, that's been missing for a while. I think so. Yeah, I think we're both aligned to that, mate. It was purely magical and and playing through that that arcade mode the first run i thought the game looked stunning um it moves so well it doesn't skip a beat i mean the funny thing is that underneath it's exactly the same game that launched in 2012 plays exactly <laughs> the same and uh, reviewers reading earlier is that it doesn't have to change because it's it's still one of the most deep yet accessible you know you've only got your three buttons but it's so impossibly deep that some of akira's moves in the in the training mode look like um it could be might as well be hieroglyphics to some people <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah it's it's some of the most perfect fighting game gameplay that there ever has been and it's great great to see that it's finally getting its recognition for that fact so that those are that that new coat of paint that it's got um, the enhanced online modes, which uh, couldn't play it the other night because uh, they, they, there wasn't that much of a population, but managed to get a couple of games in today. Uh, it just feels very, very special, and yeah, I'm so glad that uh, that it's on, it's here and Virtual Fire is back, and hopefully it's here to stay, and hopefully we get Virtual Fire Six. A hundred percent, mate. But I'm telling you what, I'm in the mood to play it. So if you've got nothing left to add, <laughs> mate, I'm gonna end this recording, say thank you to our listeners and and go and fire this PS4 up because I need to play this now. That, this is just an hour of I'm hyped up again, mate. I need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether, well, I need to fight you again, mate. Um, whether it's on the PS4 version or on the Xbox 360 version. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it is interesting that, there's, that there have been some dropped modes from the 360 version such as the whole license quest and the whole score attack thing. Um, but I think online is kind of where it's at, and that's where the future is, and that's, that's where it seemed to be. The whole esports focus was there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. So anyone that wants to throw down, whether it's on PS3 or... Uh, <laughs> sorry, whether it's on PS4, PS5, or whether it's on, on the Xbox ecosystem, um, you know how to get hold of us. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll be waiting brilliant we'd love to hear from you um we'd love to if, if you haven't played virtual fighter 5 ultimate showdown uh why not <laughs> um do, do yourself a favor if you haven't got if you've got a playstation 4 or 5 uh and you haven't got ps plus you can buy the bundle um if you have got ps plus or ps now you can you you can download it for free you can get the enhanced the, 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 the dlc pack for a tenner um and don't feel like you're left out with you've got an Xbox console because Final Showdown is still fantastic. James and I were playing it today. It looks gorgeous. It has more single-player modes, but not as much of a robust uh, multiplayer mode. Um, you can't go wrong with either. So you can reach out to me, swooper underscore D. You can reach out to James at the Holic. You can catch us both 
at Sega guys. Uh, we'll be happy to hear what you hit, what you have to say. Uh, and if you want to really want to throw down, drop us your gamer tag, and we'll add you, and uh, you can own us. But until next time, <laughs> stay retro, and we'll speak to you soon. Hola, hola, hola. <laughs>